This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, a place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now, here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 268 of Youpreneur FM. Thank you very much for being with me. As always, it's a pleasure and, again, a very special episode this week. Just a few days ago, my new book, Rise of the Youpreneur, hit. What do they call them? The bookshelves? The newsstand? <laughs> Whatever the case may be, it came out worldwide. People have been buying it in bulk. They've been buying two copies and giving a copy away, 10 copies, giving it out to their mastermind group, buying just one copy and enjoying it themselves. And I've been getting tweets and emails and Amazon reviews and all this good stuff all week long since the book came out. And I'm just so bloody humbled. I don't know what more to say other than simply thank you. Thank you very, very much. If you haven't already picked up a copy of the book, please head over to riseoftheupreneur.com to go check it out and to pick up your copy. And don't forget, when you do your Amazon review, you can get a free copy of the companion workbook that goes along with it as well. But today, I thought it might be kind of nice to do another reading from the book itself. Uh, last Friday, we did a kind of a, a real kind of sneak peek reading. Um, and I did the introduction of the book, quite frankly, just to give you a bit of a taste what it's all about. Today, I'm going to be pulling in the content from the second section of the book, which is focused on marketing your personal brand and your business around that brand. And it's actually chapter five of the book, all about spreading your message. So I'm going to get reading and you can get taking notes. Here we go. In previous chapters, we've discussed what a youpreneur needs to know about building a business. We've covered defining who you are and what you want to be known for, as well as what your perfect customer will look like. We've also talked about how important it is to build your online home, start blogging and set up and utilizing your social media platforms the right way. The question now is, how do you start to spread your message to a wider audience? This is where it gets fun. In this next stage, you get to really focus in and start to market your message. You get to talk about what you want to do and the people you want to serve. And ultimately, you get those people ready to be brought on board as customers. Today, there are online savvy consumers ready and waiting to discover you and fall in love with what you're all about. You reach that audience and establish that relationship by experimenting with and utilizing different types of what I refer to as rich online media. And we've already touched on blogging, online video, podcasting, and regular social media interaction as part of getting started with your online home in the building section of this book. However, it's time to spread your message as far and as wide as you can. And for that, to happen, we've got to take it up a notch. Now, I want to kick this section off by confirming that getting everything done that we've outlined in the first part of this process, focusing on that first building of your business section, is genuinely just the foundation. Getting your website up and running and creating that initial batch of content is only 
the beginning. To really catapult your brand's message and your overall reach as an influencer, you'll want to build a rich online media experience. It's this experience that will truly play one of the biggest roles in helping you to become the go-to source in your industry. Building a media company mindset. One of the most important things you can do as a wannabe youpreneur is establish your authority in your niche. The first step to doing that is to offer really solid information. I find blog posts, checklists, case studies and such are without a doubt some of the richest type of media that you can share. At the very center of what you do when it comes to establishing your authority is showing people time and time again that you can solve their problems. That is why I continually talk about how-to blog posts and podcast episodes. Your audience has to know that you are the person who can ease the pain points. Your job is to make the process of convincing them that you're the answer to their problems and an easy one at that. Remember what I talked about earlier on in regards to the no love and trust? Well, here's where we really ramp that up. If you want to become a true authority in your niche, you have to get people to fall in love with you as deeply and as quickly as possible. In reality, you are becoming somebody's favorite. And that's why building a rich media experience is such an important part of the Youpreneur ecosystem. When creating content, you are the boss. You control the kind of ideas you want to share and how those ideas are conveyed. Think of it as becoming your very own media company. You get the opportunity to become the go-to source in your industry through your blogging, your podcasting, and your online videos. You're going to be top of mind when people want news, an update, or help with a topic in your niche. That media company mindset is something I embraced a long, long time ago as I focused on building my own brand and business around my personality and experience. I asked the questions, what is an authority? Why is becoming an authority important? Who is the actual authority? Think about how you traditionally receive information. In the television world, the networks control the content. In the book world, it's the publisher who's in charge. In newspaper, magazine, and print media, the editor holds the reins. Now, by turning yourself into a media company, you instantly assume control over your content and understand what an authority actually is. An authority is someone whose opinion about a certain topic is respected and valued, not only within their industry, but also by the people who want to be part of that industry. That's exactly what an authority is. The importance of originality. Now, at the very core of every successful personal brand business is the all-important decision made pretty much very early on to be as original as possible. There's a lot of talk today about authenticity, and you certainly want to be as authentic as possible. But I feel that originality is just as important. Authenticity is being true to yourself, but originality is making that true version of you different from anyone else that exists in your niche. You want to be unique. There's the old adage, an original is always worth more than a copy, and I agree with that. 
In today's easy-to-use internet universe, people are getting sloppy. They're copying other people's material left and right, podcast formats and blog designs, you name it. And sometimes they're not just copying, they're flat out ripping off people's content entirely, word for word, and placing it on their website or in their ebooks or anywhere else that they see fit. Being a youpreneur means being original in everything you do. You and your experience are one of a kind, and you want to be known for that in your business. We live in a very smart, tech-savvy social environment, and people's BS indicators are extremely sensitive nowadays. If you blatantly copy someone, people will see it from a mile away and be more than happy to call you out on it very publicly. It's time to get personal. Now, despite all the time and money that goes into branding, people don't choose to do business with a company because of a logo design or a corporate mission statement. They choose to do business with a particular brand because of their own experience with the products or services, and more importantly, because of the people who represent those products and services. One of the easiest ways I've found to be original is sticking to my relationship-building philosophy of P2P or people-to-people. I'm an old-school guy who comes from a corporate background. Every job I've ever worked, no matter what position I held, was focused on a B2B or business-to-business or B2C, business-to-consumer mindset. But I prefer to concentrate on people nowadays. Focus on a P2P relationship philosophy. Why? Because as you learned earlier, people want to do business with other people. Your customers want to be your friends. They want to get to know the authority figure behind the business that's taking their money. Most importantly, they want to be treated like a real human being instead of a faceless name on an invoice. If a customer tweets a company with a question, they want to get a reply in real time from a real person. The fact that such an interaction is possible is the beauty of today's online content platforms. Now, there are two kinds of P2P. There's good P2P, then there's bad P2P. Good P2P is getting to know your customers and community members properly by conversing with them via blog comments, answering their questions on Twitter, or hanging out with people you know when you bump into them at live events. But don't get egocentric and say, well, I'm above these people. They read my blog. No, actually the opposite is true. Spending time getting to know your customers better will help them to fall in love with you and your message even more easily. A great example of good P2P is my favorite fictitious friend, Bob the Baker. And when you walk into Bob's bakery, he's already wrapping up your favorite loaf of bread because he knows you. He knows your name. He knows what you like, and he knows what you order on a regular basis. You're more likely to walk an extra two or three blocks to get to Bob's bakery. And you even spend a little more money on your fresh bread with Bob than you would do at a big supermarket chain. Why? Because you've got a relationship with Bob, and it's an original relationship. It's you and Bob, and that can't be beaten. That's good, P2P. Bad P2P is dragging a passenger off an aeroplane when you know every single person on that flight has a smartphone on them. 
It's the 21st century. Are you crazy? That's about as bad P2P as you get. And I know a lot of people who have been very loyal to United Airlines who are now never going to fly with them again. The power of showing behind the scenes. Sometimes inspiration can come to you in the most ordinary or mundane moments. Times when you're simply going about your life, not really paying much attention to what's happening around you. This very thing happened to me a few years ago, and I learned an extremely valuable lesson in the process. A few years back, my son, who was then three years old and I, went into a new Krispy Kreme donut shop where we lived in the Philippines. The young lady behind the counter walked over to our table after we devoured our first donut and asked, would your son like to see how we make the donuts? Charles said, yes, I'd love to see that. So she took him back to the kitchen, put a little hat on him and showed him how the donuts came out of the machine, went through the hot oil and then were coated with all that sugary goodness. Now Charles loved it. He thought it was great. His tour guide gave him a little green Krispy Kreme balloon and a couple of free donuts to take home. He slept with the balloon that night. Now, I videoed bits of that visit on my phone. And when Charles fell asleep, I edited the clips, put them together, stuck the video up on my YouTube channel and wrote a blog post about the experience. You can go to chrisducker.com and simply search for Krispy Kreme and it'll pop up. People are more likely to talk about negative experiences than they are positive ones. How messed up is that? But that's how we handle customer service. We usually talk when we're upset, but not when we're happy. In this case, I talked about having a great customer service experience. So I tweeted it out and went to bed thinking nothing more of it. I woke up the next morning and I had a reply back from Krispy Kreme in the United States saying, Thanks so much for this great video. We're glad you had such a fun time at one of our locations overseas. I was blown away. But I was even more blown away when I found out that Krispy Kreme includes the video from that blog post as part of their franchise training in the country. And get this, the young lady who was our Krispy Kreme guide is now the manager of the location that we visited. Now, look, it's no coincidence that she's managing that store now. She was promoted because she cared. Caring is at the very center of what customer service is all about and what you need to do above and beyond everything else. You've got to care about people. It's that simple. Remember how I said a big part of the rich media that you create could be behind the scenes stuff? Well, You can think I've drifted off point here a little bit, but that whole Krispy Kreme story started when the girl behind the counter asked to show us the behind the scenes of the donut making operation. The whole concept of behind the scenes is to show somebody how something is done. That's it. But if you care about your customers, it shows that too. Now, One of the reasons I continue to buy Blu-ray DVDs, even though I can download the same movies digitally via Amazon or Netflix or iTunes, is that the film companies put extras on the DVDs. They know people will buy them because they want to see the behind the scenes. Now, I purchased The Force Awakens, the Star Wars movie, on Blu-ray. Honestly, the only reason I picked up the disc instead of just downloading it was that I wanted to see the the behind-the-scenes stuff. It was well worth it because one of the extras was a video 
of a read-through with all the actors sitting around the table going through the script for the first time together. I'm a big Star Wars geek, and I ate that content up. Fans want to see what you're doing now to get to where you're going. It's getting to know you literally on steroids. Take another extra from that DVD, shooting a very special Star Wars moment. Harrison Ford walks into the Millennium Falcon for the first time in God knows how many years and says to his walking carpet of a faithful sidekick, Chewie, we're home. Now, if that doesn't give you goosebumps as a Star Wars fan, I don't know what will. But even more importantly, in the extra scene, we get to see how excited the crew was to have that one line shot for the new film. This is why behind the scenes is so important. It's showing people how something gets done. And just like the Krispy Kreme behind the scenes, these glimpses can reveal how much the people involved love producing the product, the service or whatever for you. So I'm going to wrap up the read-through of that chapter right there. However, it wasn't finished. I actually go into a lot more detail on the types of behind-the-scenes footage that you can shoot and the difference between things like social video and live video, uh, Snapchat and Instagram stories and Periscope and Twitter, Facebook Live, and so much more. In fact, actually, we wrap up that entire chapter with a big section on why and how you can repurpose your online content to continue to spread your message far and wide. I hope you've enjoyed the read-through. This is going to be the last one, uh, but uh, it was a pleasure to be able to stand here in my home office, record this for you a good couple of months, actually, before I'm actually in the real recording studio recording the audio version of the book, which will probably be out around May time. Uh, but uh, again, I'm humbled with all the response to Rise of the Youpreneur so far. You guys have been incredible. I'm blessed to have not only a worldwide community, but also a thriving, loved-centered one for me and my work. And I just appreciate you more than you could ever imagine. Again, guys, if you haven't already got the book, please head over to either just Amazon search for the title or dip over to riseoftheupreneur.com. You'll be able to grab some bonuses up to and including March 6 if you go ahead and check out that page. That's riseoftheupreneur.com. I'll be back at you again next Tuesday for another Two Minute Tuesday where I'm going to be talking all about why it's so important for you to invest in yourself as a youpreneur. I'll see you then. It's the idea of an entrepreneurial community where you get to learn from the best in the business. As well as rub shoulders. Gain support. Have access to immediate feedback. As well as nonstop accountability from your peers. Is something that excites you. Then visit youpreneur.com for more information. And to get started on building a business you can truly be proud of. Today. Today. That's youpreneur.com. We'll see you on the inside.